What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode one five, aka fifteen of the Mint Ketchup Podcast. It's your host, Lofton, aka Mr. Nice Guy, aka Mr. Hazadonis, aka when I get suited and booted, Antoine Cumberbund, and I got my co-host right here, Rajim, aka Boulder Shoulders, aka Mr. Dark Poet, aka if you don't know by now, and go ahead with it. And AKA Mr. Make It Happen, baby. What's going on, man? God dang. What another is week going, gone by. <laughs> another week gone by, and you know, we staying alive out here. I ain't blow my hands off with no uh fireworks or nothing. So, you know, life you know is saying? good, man. Life is good. How was uh, your uh, how was your holiday weekend? It was good, man. Like um, you know, I was kinda it was kind of conflicting. You know, we um you know, we kind of the holiday weekend we just relaxed really, but you don't know whether you should celebrate Fourth of July or not. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's you know, everybody's like, oh, it's, it's good to be an American. Yeah, sure, whatever. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Yeah, Independence Day wasn't for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe for Will Smith, but it wasn't for us. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was it was a little different this uh this fourth of july you know you had we had some uh kind of conflicting things that took place you know during yeah. this weekend prior to and then and then uh during the holiday weekend you know so it was a situation where you know a lot of people uh you know had sat back and thought about some things you know because yeah uh it was it was different out there uh for this fourth of july you know um i've you know been been around the world a little bit you've been around the world a little bit I can't say that there's a place that, you know, I would I would rather live. You know, it's the uh, you know, America's it's 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 free, it's free as it can be compared to uh, you know, some of the other spots that are around there. But yeah, uh, but you know, it, it always can get better. You know, I always yeah. look at it like, hey, you know, if you ain't getting better, you you're getting worse, and it's always yeah, people, one of those things that always can get better. Yeah, people people always say that America is free, blah blah blah, but in a lot of other countries, it's free too. Canada. Well, and, <laughs> you know and, I mean, really, nowhere, no place is really free. Like it's yeah, a, exactly. it's a. That's I mean, right. you it's, like, hey, I have, I have freedom within the rules. That's all I, I mean. Look, you know, that's what. It is. I, I look, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I look at it like this. There's a lot of other free countries. There's multiple other countries that's just as free as we are, and you know, it's just and and black people get treated a lot of better, a lot better. You know, I'm right now. I'm on my high horse right now. Well, not on my, nah. not on my low, my low horse. So, like, I just kind of feel like, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like, you know, we we've come so far to go back so far. You know what I'm saying? It's just like there's a lot of blatancy going on. It's like, it's just I don't know. Like I said, yeah. But anyway, I, but anyway, I, and so I, I got I, for me with with, with Juneteenth being, being a new holiday, you know, it's kind of a conflicting interest to celebrate Juneteenth and Fourth of July. You know, I kind of feel like we as a people got to pick one. You know, what I'm saying. Well, like I mean, the thing the thing is, is that you know, I mean, I look at it like this: understanding the difference in the holidays. Uh, you know, Independence Day ain't got nothing to do with slavery. They ain't got nothing because well, that because that, that has nothing to do with it because of the history of it was independence as a you know colonies trying to get away from another country that was trying to run it, which had nothing but, to do with slavery. But it does, it does have a lot to do with slavery, to be honest with you. I mean, we, I as, mean, a people, we, we as a people weren't free, and we weren't independent at that time. It took us another 100 years to become independent and free. True. So we can't we can't celebrate a a holiday that had nothing to do with us. We wasn't a part of that. You know what I'm saying? So it has a lot to do with that, honestly. And, well, I mean, you know, we have to, we have to educate our, we have to educate our, our youth to what 
really happened and what's really going on. You know, we 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 send this false sense of, oh yeah, this this is uh, you know uh, America's holiday. It's not. It wasn't for us. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be real. Keep up. Keep. Let's keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't for us as a people. And I don't, you know, I don't tell my kids or anybody, oh, yeah, that, you know, we, I mean, we, we, we got a day off and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> to be, for us to be, a, you know, for us to be celebrating something that's had nothing really to do with us, you know, and it had a lot to do with slavery because, you know what I'm saying, on 4th of July and, you know, in that time, with 1776 or whatever, your, mm-hmm. your ancestors were still picking cotton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it had a lot to do with us. There wasn't no problem mm-hmm. to you. It's 1776 on 4th of July. You know what I'm saying? It yep. wasn't no. <laughs> so, but anyway, yep. other than that, man, other than that, you know. Uh, <laughs> other than that. And other than that, you know what I'm saying? We got a chance to, you know what I'm saying, live our best life. <laughs> got a day off. I work for the government, so I really can't say that. But, so my boss, if my boss see this, yeah, I want a day off. So, yeah. <laughs> you say you can come on in to work then. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pay me time and a half. Put his hands on. <laughs> oh, dude. well, hey, you know, we we got to start it off. You know, it sounds like you know, what I'm saying, uh, based on just the beginning, you need a little drink of the day. <laughs> started off a little deep, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm, hey, yeah, I'm uh, mad like, in America right now. Me and I, I, on good terms right now. I give it a, I give it one hundred. I stay, I stay with the tradition. I, I'll be the only one. You know, I I don't know what you got on the table today, but I know you've been hydrating. Uh, yeah, right yeah, now, I'm, 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 I'm celebrating my, my daughter got me uh, a little, like, these mixed drink deals right here. So I got okay, a bourbon okay. sour. You twist the top, shake it up, and then you throw it on some ice, and you got you okay. a little mixed drink. So she got me those for Father's Day, and, uh, okay. you know, we kept, it, we kept it rolling with it. So I was like, hey, this is pretty legit. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Man, did we, have we, have we aired since Father's Day? Uh, yeah. Uh, these were ones that she got oh, okay. them, and they got <laughs> here late. So okay, it was a I got situation you, okay. where she they got here late, so you know it was purchased, yeah. but you know FedEx, yeah, and whatnot. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Amazon type where it was showing up two days later. It took a little long. Uh, I got you. You know what I mean? So, so I'm, I'm, sipping on I'm sipping on some smart water. Okay, you know okay, saying? trying to get, because, get get educated. Yeah, because I figured <laughs> the celebrities look. I figured the celebrities on the commercial say they're a lot smarter from drinking this water. <laughs> so I figured they dumb. I'm gonna be dumb too. Yeah, this will be dumb hey. together. You know what I'm saying? What's the name? The extra 20, the extra 30 cents, the extra dollars. Yeah, so like, oh, this, this water. Yeah, Pete Davidson said he drink he drinks smart water. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay then. Uh, you, 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 you dating Kim Kirk? Never mind. We're not even gonna go there. He's been making a, he made a lot of bad choices in his life. It's just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, to, yeah that's what he said. To, yeah, he just said, he, he just said, hey, I'm just not as crazy as uh, Kanye. Like, uh, he yeah. just got to get that notch less crazy yeah. than Kanye. And he's like, hey, yeah. I made it. I'm good to go. All right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I feel a lot smarter already. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we're going to keep it moving here. And now we're moving on to the news of the week. And it feels like when we start that off on this mug, we dang on stepped on a little news of the week already. So, uh, yeah. you know, you got uh, you got a lot of stuff that was popping off this weekend. Um, you know, I'm looking at this. Uh, the one thing that made people question a little bit of the stuff is this uh Jalen Walker the the killing that took place uh by the police officers um up in Akron Ohio um it was yeah. it's it quite interesting that happened on uh the 27th uh we hadn't been on since then mm, uh, that was going yeah. on because we took the uh took took the holiday off 
but uh you know it was it, it was quite interesting the amount of um the amount of firepower that uh you know supposedly based on the story and you know people watching the videos and things of that nature the amount of uh firepower that was used to take down a person that was uh that was running away from the police um you know they talked about uh over a hell of uh 90 bullets fired by the possible police there's possibly 13 officers out there they all shooting it up things of that nature the gentleman was 25 years old uh black man running away from uh the police it's 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 just it's just getting tired of seeing this all the time. you know yeah, what I'm saying? it's just like I, I, I mean it's just it's just one of those things like i like i have like i said i have friends that are police officers and things of that nature it's just like dang man i mean it's like that was like video game shooting like it was one of those things where you like yo i'm about to go up here and you playing one of the games and you just like i'm just gonna shoot the dude on the ground yeah. like it was just like it's wild the amount like you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, you know, like being in the military, going going to Iraq, things like that. You hear gunfire, people, you know, firing things of that nature. And I don't know if it was somebody fired, heard fire. So they kept firing, thinking that somebody was firing at them. Like, I don't know why 90 or so or whatever the count is. I know it was an extreme count when you have that many people firing yeah. at one object. But to have that aggressive an amount of firing at a person, a single person that's running away from you is wild. That's a wild, wild thing. I mean, it's just. And then you have, my bad, go ahead. No, no, no. no, Go ahead, go ahead. I was done. So, and then you have this gentleman, I forgot a name. I, I, I can't remember his name. The guy that just shot up for the 4th of July, shot the people that went to the parade, you know. He was taken in. What's his name? Um, uh, let me. Uh, let me. I'm looking. I'm looking. He was taken in with no incident. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He was taken in. Bobby Cremo. You know, Bobby. Yeah. Cremo. That's what yeah. his name yeah. is. So he was taken in with no incident. You know he, he shot. shot he, he killed. He me. Done, he done shot six people already and yeah. injured. I don't know how many others, but he's taken in with no incident. You know what I'm saying? But his, you know, it's just it's one of the things again where it's it's. It's it's high high haters high haters on shooting a black man, you know. And let's take this white boy to get some Burger King before we take him to prison or whatever. Blah blah blah. And you know, I tell my sons all the time, you know, you have to, you know, it's 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 never gonna be, it's not always gonna be the same scenario. But don't right. run. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. run from the police because that's gonna give them a reason to shoot you in the back. Right. You know right. What I'm so yeah. we're in a situation where, you know, you're running from the police. You know, I don't understand why. And I've never been in a situation, so I don't understand when or why or how somebody gets to a point where they feel like running from the police is going to be the, be the, the scenario best, to go with. Best decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah best yeah. decision. Like, man, okay, we're about to take I'm about to take off. We're going to run. We're going to run from the police. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, you're going to outrun a bullet. That's the first thing. You know what I'm saying? Lose you're every time. Already. You're going to lose it. every time. Yeah, unless you, unless you, you know what I'm saying, a freaking, freaking nature, and you can catch bullets, it's like you gonna, it's like you're not gonna outrun a bullet. Right. That's the first thing, you know. And so in this situation, cops can't be like, well, we feared for our life because you can't fear for your life for somebody that's running away from you. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right, and right. I guess that's why, I guess that's why I came off a little aggressive with the whole Fourth of July thing because 
I'm getting tired of being picked off. You, right. you get what I'm saying? I'm tired of being a black man, being picked off, being stereotyped. You know, it's 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 getting old. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you get to the point where you feel like, you know, I got kids, I got sons, and I want them to be able to make it home safely. I want them to be able to to, to live their best life. But when do we put our foot down? And when do you know? When do we to put an end to people killing our kids? You get yeah. what I'm saying? And my son's 25. You get what I'm saying? So, and and I got a 20, 22 year old, you know, right. and I would hate how, you know, I, I would hate to think about me getting a phone call saying, Hey, Mr. Huey, hey, I think, um, Mr. Huey, you're, um, we're going to invite our guests in a second too. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Huey, Mr. Huey, your son has been, 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 been shot. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so I don't want that to ever be a, a situation to where, because I would hate to have to hit, get that phone call. Right. You yeah. That's, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm hey. in, uh, I'm in the same uh, same situation. You know, my son, yeah. he, he just turned 18 and, uh, you know, graduated high school and driving and everything like that. You know, and yeah. I never want that situation to be, you know, uh, him making a wrong, not wrong decision or just be wrong place, wrong time, whatever it could yeah. be. It could be with friends that's acting a fool. I mean, we everybody's been around people where it's like, hey, I got friends that's out here wilding out. And yeah. you just happen to be around some some people that's causing uh, aggression by you know not not only you know uh, possible police but whoever they around you know what I mean and you just like yeah. you don't ever want to have it where that you're in that situation uh, where you know yeah you you got fifty fifty chance on on getting out of it, you know? yeah because so, you're not gonna make it yeah hey, so matter of fact while we on this stuff let's, let's bring out let's bring our guest in I think well he just walks mm -hmm. out. <laughs> That's all. Hey, I was I was about to bring I was about to say something, but I was like, hey, he ain't ready yet. So you know, yeah, what I'm saying yeah, we're gonna go ahead yeah, and so, uh, you rock. So I let you, I, I, I let you bring him in when he get back. So yeah, so yeah. definitely, man. It's just I'm I, I'm at a point where I'm tired of our youth. Um, you know, our black men. I mean, people. Period, man. As a as yeah. a as a society, you know, mm -hmm. I don't understand where it's okay to kill. I think everybody, every every police officer who fired a shot should go to prison. Period. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of feel like this. And we always talk about other countries and, you know, America being free and all that or whatever, which is cool. But I think that we should do trial by fire. Like, if you if your ass kills somebody, if you shoot somebody in the back, guess what? Your ass need to be shot in the back. Yeah, you know we are. We, we going yeah. all the way back. Huh? Yeah, let's go all the way back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just go in and stone some yeah. people. We going stone cutting the arms off. Somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, whatever. Like, do, let's make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? If you rape, if you rape a kid, goddamn it, guess what? It's over for you. You know what I'm saying? It's over for you. For the rest of your life, you're going to get raped every day for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much. We're at a point right now, and I don't know if you have, I don't know if he's ready or not, but we're at a point right now where I feel like we're targets now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like as a police officer, and I know police officers too, but as a police officer, if it's 13 of us, it wasn't one of us that said, Hey man, y'all stop shooting. You know, it wasn't nobody to say, you know, ho, 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 stuff, you know, cease fire, cease fire, or whatever. It yeah. wasn't nobody to it took 13 people to shoot this man. Like this man, he wasn't Thor. He wasn't like, you know, yeah. this cat wasn't, you know what I'm saying? This cat is like, it wasn't bulletproof. It took, what happened to tasers? 
Now, if what gets me is if you watch a show like Cops or you know, um, what was it? Um, what is it? Something live, live, live PD, PD, live, live PD, live PD. PD. Yeah, if you watch a show like that, they using they using freaking bean bags and freaking tasers all day long, right? Because you're on national TV. Yeah, but when you're not on TV and you're not being filmed, which they, everybody's being filmed, you right. know what I'm saying? You if you're killing somebody at will, and you in your in your life is not a priority to you. Like, like I'm saying, police officer, right, as a right. police officer, if I'm shooting a man that I know I shouldn't be shooting, then I'm it's it's you know it's, it's at a point right now where it's just nonchalant. You know, what I'm saying we we sh- you know it's it's so bla- it's blatant. That's what I'm looking for. Right, right. So right now, right now it's just blatant. We just we just killing black people at will. You know what I'm saying? And our boss, because that's what they think. Our boss is gonna look out for it. Our boss is gonna support us on this and blah blah blah. Because they never think nobody's they never think anybody's filming. That's just like in Arizona. Arizona just passed a law where you can't film police if you're if you're eight feet out or eight feet away, unless you're eight feet away or whatever. But how many how many times is that gonna happen? It's gonna be a situation where somebody's gonna be ten feet away, mm. and they still get in trouble. They're yeah. gonna be twenty feet away, and they still get in trouble because this law opens up the door for well, who had a measuring tape? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Who had a measuring tape? So now I gotta figure out what's eight feet. You get what hey, I'm saying? I mean, you heard you heard about the uh, the Florida um, sound or music car music law. I mean, mm-hmm. you, heard, you heard about that one? Where it's kind of funny because you can be on a motorcycle blasting music and they yeah. can't pull you over but if you in a car and they decide that your music is too loud yeah you can get a ticket i was like that is wild that was why i was like yeah. yo a motorcycle you'd be like put some bluetooth in you know what i'm saying yeah. like you should have music in your ear compared yeah. to b- blowing speakers out of your out of your motorcycle and you loud as heck you know yeah. and then you've got cars where it's like hey you could have your windows up and they like i hear your music and be like, oh, you get exactly. So it's it's kind of wild. It's 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 one of those things where you have certain things that um, people decide that are important. People decide maybe for their, you know, um, especially especially when you're dealing in that police realm. You know, you got a lot of people. I know you've been in the military. You got people that are, you got people that are confident in what they do. You got people that are um, do, uh, also <laughs> able to also able to be good with words. Then you have yeah. people that aren't good with words and aren't confident and scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have, you know, we you have people that, you know, they could be in that situation. And if they're scared and unconfident and not confident in, in their abilities, it could be a situation yeah. where, hey, I'm going to not try to, um, you know, come out of this situation in a different manner. The yeah. easier way is to, you know what I'm saying, be more aggressive than the person you feel is being aggressive. You know, at all times, and you're just like, I mean, yeah. that's that's you know what comes about in these situations, and it's unfortunate. And it was also unfortunate in that situation that right after that, you got the freaking shooting that happens. The person kills six people, and yeah. then they take them into custody. And it was just like to have a full yin and yang within days of each other to to be but sitting it, and there. It, it was just like, like man. It, so before I, before I, before I uh, elaborate on that, I'm gonna go ahead and bring the guest in. Mm-hmm. Look, look like he look like he ready. You ready? All right. Look like, um, yeah, look, look like he ready. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, today uh, we have a guest that is coming in. Um, 
well-known well-known guest he's uh has four self-published books he's a, a professional metaphysical motivational speaker ordained minister of metaphysics as well as a father and you always got to have fathers on here as well welcome to the mid catch-up podcast ricky prestige lever jr how you doing sir? let's go let's go clap it up clap it up I'm glad yeah. to be here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, 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 loving it, loving it. I was just listening to y'all dialogue, trying to get my lighting right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Got, got to look pretty on the pod, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah you know, y'all boys got the good, y'all got the good equipment. I see. <laughs> trying to do a little something, you know. I had to work with what I had at the moment. I had to work with what I had. <laughs> hey, bro, hey, we, we just happy to have you on, bro, for real, man. Oh, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, yeah, man, so we – go ahead, man, I'm sorry. Well, I was no, going to say, you you know, being, on, being on the podcast, you know, um, with this podcast, we're always trying to have people that are professional, minorities that are professional, um, make, showing people, you know, products, knowledge, uh, all things of that manner, you know, just trying to uplift uh, the minority population, no matter black, uh, you know, Latino, all that stuff. And we're trying to make sure that everybody's being seen and everybody's being looked at and we're gathering knowledge from each other so that we can share and continue to build and get stronger uh, as a community and then be able to be an influence, uh, you know, in the United States. And of course, with these platforms, we can uh, possibly do those things all over the world. So we felt like, you know, um, Rajim, um, knew somebody that felt that uh, that fit that mold, and uh, you were one of those people that we were able to get on here. And um, you know, we want to be able to see what your insight is on you know topics that we talk about, and of course, then be able to interview you and uh, and understand the things that you're doing to affect the community as well. So, um, like you said, you were listening to what we were kind of talking about. What uh, what what thoughts do you have? You know, um, um, on what has taken place over the last you know uh, week and a half. Uh, two weeks with uh, with the, uh, the the shooting uh, from the police officers, uh, and then also with the Highland Park uh, parade shooting with the force. Yeah, I mean, as always, it's a tragedy when lost when life is lost, especially in that manner. Uh, especially, you know, at this time in history, for that still to be an issue. But with me, you know, I recognize the cycle. I recognize. That they keep doing this for a reason. They want. Uh, I feel like it's more so like because I'm into metaphysics, so I'm looking at it from an energy standpoint. Of course, emotional standpoint, I hate to see that happen to anybody. You know, um, to any race or any person, especially our race. But I, I'll always look at things from an energy standpoint because I noticed that at one point I was getting bombarded. And I was getting caught up in the police shootings and uh, different things like that. I was just on the Internet all day long looking it up. Look, this is wrong. I was mad. I was angry. And I remember one particular time when I was sitting in my backyard, I was about to make a video about about the police shootings. And I was in the backyard literally about to make a video with a book in my hand. And out of nowhere, the police came. So I was like, dang, what do what, what you got going on? You know what I'm saying? I said, like, why, why are you in my backyard? And he was like, we looking for uh, we looking for this person, this person, or something he was saying. And it was basically the person that lived there before me. But when he, when he came in the backyard, he just, I, you know, he automatically went to being on alert mode, almost like he right. was 
you know, he didn't know who I was. This is my mm-hmm. backyard. He didn't know right. what was going on, but he came with an uh, energy that I couldn't really, I could, I can't really even put my finger on it. But he went straight to towards his gun, like, hold on, back up, back up. Like that, that's what he was saying to me. And right. I, you know, I know how to talk, I know how to speak. So I broke it down real quick. I'm like, bro, this night is that's not even necessary. This is my home. Da, da 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 da. I do this and I'm here for this. And I'm like, what's going on? And and what I realized with it at that point, because in and, and if you read my books and you read the type of beliefs I have, I know if you consume yourself in something eventually that thing can show up in your world. And that's Mm -hmm. what I learned with that very lesson. So I said to myself, Dean, I said, instead of being consumed with it and paying attention to them, keep doing this to us, keep putting it in the news, keep distracting us with all other type of racism. And this white person said this. Instead of that, I just got to work on what I was doing. And I'm going to save as many people that's aligned with me as I possibly can. And I think if each and every one of us do that, even if you white, if you each and every one of us pay attention to what we need to do to make it better, then this world will change itself because it'll be a different energy. But right now we mm-hmm. consumed in what they're doing. They continue to show us this and programming us in ways of feeling inferior and almost of a fear state at all times. But with all that said, I definitely emotionally feel for the family or feel for the people that were killed. But me personally, because I, I don't even look at the news when it comes to that type of things because I already know it's there. So I just focus on what I got to do. I know that was a lot, but I've been thinking about this for like a year. <laughs> so that's yeah, what I, yeah, but I mean, but it's, it's nail on the head, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like really, you know, as as black men, you know, we have to be, you know, we're angry. There's, I mean, I'm pretty sure every black man has anger inside. And just like you said, you have to learn how to um, redirect your energy. Like for me, like I'm still mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, like, and like you were saying, you and, and, and your field and, you know, we can all, you know, benefit from, you know, what you said. It's, it's one of the things to where I have allowed the, everything that's going on to consume me. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm at that point right now. And, I, and I'm more, it's more personal to me because of, like I said, I do, and I'm pretty sure like to us, you know, but, you know, I do have a 25 year old son. I got a 22 year old son. I got a 15 year old son, you know, mm-hmm. and with that being said, you know, I don't want to get, like I said, like I was just telling um, Hayes, I don't want to get a phone call in the middle of the night saying that, hey, your son was shot by a police officer because he decided to run or, you know, he, he mistaked his wallet for a gun or, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at that time, you already, you've already consumed the loss. You know, there is no going back. Once you shoot, mm-hmm. once you shoot my child, he gone. Mm-hmm. You get right. what I'm saying? And so, like you said, I have to learn, just like you were just talking about, how to direct my anger to some positiveness. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because I've gone, I'm going through that loop right now where I'm angry. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm in a happy, I'm in a happy place in my life. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I, and I will say this, um, and this gives me a caveat to say, I have a new granddaughter. My granddaughter's uh, eight years, eight days old. My granddaughter's on, on, so I'm happy about that, man. Got yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, she, 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 dog. When you have a grand, a grand, and I know I got, I'm getting older now. I'm, I'll, I'll be 50 next year or whatever. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You looking um, good, bro. You looking good, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. So, 
You owe. That's a different type of. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> hey, that's a different type of love, though. You get what I'm saying? I know. I, hey, yeah. look, I was about to call you and be like, "Hey, man, you can tone the pictures <laughs> down, dog." You was. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta scroll a lot. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, so without that being said, I'm happy right now. I'm in a happy place. I got a beautiful wife that I just married. You know, beautiful new granddaughter. I got my kids. I got a great job. A great not job. I got a career. I call it my. You know, um, I got a lot going on for the right. positive side. You get what I'm saying? So and a podcast. I don't and a podcast. That's like right. three thousand. We three thousand downloads in the wind right now. Are we oh, are we yeah. heading that Come way? On. That's Come on, y'all. So yeah, like we head to the top. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> book sale, book sales going up a little bit. That's you know what, what I'm saying? saying. So, Hey, so look, you just did it then. You just shifted the energy then. Man, you know what I'm saying? saying? Concentrate on that. That's how you do it. Right (laughs) there. That's exactly what you did. (laughs) And so I I say all that to say this though. I have to learn that when a police officer get behind me, because I'm like like nowadays, when a police car get behind me, first of all, I know my papers are good. I don't have no warrants. Um, you know, I'm 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 a law abiding citizen, right? But I still get nervous. You know, oh, yeah, we all because, do. because I'm a big black man, and first of all, now you're threatened by me. You get to my right. you, if you pull me over, you're threatened by me anyway. I drive a big black truck, that's two strikes again because I'm a big black man in a big look. black truck. That's <laughs> nicer than he is. That's nicer than he is. Look, you need to that. that's what you need. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, she and had. I'm in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got pulled over by, by a state trooper one time, and I knew he was gonna pull me over before he pulled me over. I actually. He actually passed me, right? He passed me, slowed down to get behind me to pull me up. Like, why the hell did you slow down to get like you just passed me? Yeah. Yeah. He I, swer- I swerved. How I'm on a highway. How does I swerve on a highway? <laughs> it's traffic. But like I said, it's the money. And I know, like you like you were saying earlier, um, you have to know how to talk to people. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. as, that as, matters. Man. And I t- and I teach. I teach my sons the same thing. This is how you talk to people. This is how you avoid getting shot. You know, and I and I thought about see, I, and I this this is probably one of my next projects. I'm gonna write a a a a guide on how not to get shot. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to see? you have to be yeah. able to, running like when you run, you are gonna get shot. I don't know why. I don't know. Problem calls, right? The run game. I don't know the run yeah. game. That just problem yeah. calls. I don't understand. If you run, you are gonna get shot. If you pull out, if you pull out anything at your pocket too fast, you are gonna get shot. If you yeah, go to your glove department too fast, I, you're gonna I've, get shot. I've been in situations, got pulled over, and I would literally, like, either I already have my stuff ready to go, and it's by the window. Or oh yeah. I'm telling the police officer everything that I'm doing. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, hey, sir, I'm getting ready to. Uh, my stuff is in the glove box. Can I go get? Open in the glove box, and he'd be like, "Hey, you got yeah. anything in there?" That be like, "No, I do not. I have nothing in there that is, you know, sharp or a weapon or anything like that." Like, open the glove box, get the stuff. Like, I'm very much like, "Hey, I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing." You know, yeah. what I'm saying to make sure, hey, you comfortable because it's all about. It's more or less having that person be comfortable than it is yeah. me being comfortable because I'm just trying to get me being comfortable is being out of the situation. Yeah, <laughs> that person's situation, like that situation is like okay. I want to make you comfortable in this situation so you don't have a hair trigger or or react yeah. in a wrong way because I did a quick movement of some kind or I went to a place mm-hmm. you didn't know. Like I'm going to explain everything that I'm about to do. I'm going to get the whatever if I didn't already have it, and then I'm going to hand it to you. And I'm like, hey, for me, just like yourself, 
I had, I have no warrants. I, you know, if I pay my taxes, do my thing. I'm in the military. Like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'll be like, hey, I've done nothing. Like, you're really yeah. gonna be creating something if I'm yeah. the person that you like. I gotta throw you against the car and stuff because I'm not fighting you. I'm not. I'm just like, hey, I just not. Oh, yeah. I just I'm, don't want to be in front of you. So whatever I need to do to not be in front of you, cool. Let's go ahead and get that over. With. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yeah. just, uh, it's, <laughs> it's that reaction that that having that anger and then saying, oh man, this is happening out there. Then it you get pulled over and you see I have a chance to direct that anger at what I feel. And that officer could be a good officer. I don't know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And it could be a situation where it's like, dang, you directing the anger at a guy that was just like, hey, man, I was just letting you know that your taillight was out and you came at yeah. me like, <laughs> yeah, you know, so yeah, now yeah. I got to now I got to raise my aggression to your aggression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you got you got to de-escalate the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before oh. it escalates. Because, first of all, he's going to walk up to the car with an ego. He, he walks so he brings the ego to the car with him to let you know he's the authority. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm the authority here right now. What's going on? And for, for me, I would say officers serve all day long. Well, officers yeah. serve. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing to prove. I ain't got yep. to prove to you. I'm a thug. Uh, can I see the <laughs> Yes, sir, officer, yep. sir. Got it. Right here. Yeah. How's your night going? I don't need to be I don't need you to prop me up in the club dead because nigga they shot me because <laughs> yeah right. I done got I done got smart with the police because uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna win I'm not gonna win you know what I'm saying it's like I yeah. I know what what you put it on me for what you put what you, no no bro um sir um yes sir I was speeding sir yes very <laughs> yes. much so Seven yeah. I was doing, yes. yeah, I was doing uh two miles over speed limit, <laughs> sir. Yeah. yeah, you want my he said you want my registration? Yes, it's in the glove department. Get it. Because <laughs> I'm not reaching for this shit. Because I got I got a gun in my truck. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got a gun in my yeah. truck, but I gotta let it sir. I got a gun in my truck. It is registered, you know what I'm saying? To me, mm-hmm. my clips are right here, my gun is over there. They're not together, I'm carrying it legally. You know what I'm saying? Here's my you know, here's my concealed weapons um, license, whatever. You know, what I'm saying it's like you had, like you said, you had to talk to them to make sure they're comfortable. Yeah. You know, I don't need them finding a gun in my glove department. Like, Get on the ground! No, wait, whoa, 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 sir. You know <laughs> yeah, told like, you about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I told you about the gun already. And now, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, yeah, run it, run the, run the numbers, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, but it is what it is. But we shouldn't like, like and then on the other side, then you got a. The different persuasion that when they get pulled over now is I pay your salary and you're a you're a, 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 a employee of the state and I'm I'm the manager and I you know like you know that like I ain't got time for that you can't be like you can't have the white person in the car like I love white people I'm very diverse like I said my friends are white fine but you can't have nobody white in the car with you when you get pulled by the police if you're driving as a black man because they don't get you shot. <laughs> yeah, they ain't trying to hit nothing there. He's saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're just messing with him because he's black. Like, hey, hey, calm down. He can... Yeah, you don't got to fight this fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to so, court. Uh, I mean, um, <laughs> now, I mean, it, with with that taking place, you know, even you know, hey, you know, you got little kids and things of that nature that that was at this Highland Park parade situation, and you're like. Does that make, you know, because we've had these mass shooting, sniperness type things that's been happening, no matter where you be going. Like you had, you know, you had the, the DC sniper that was back in the day. You had the dude in, in uh, Vegas that was shooting up the freaking 
country concert. You got people just doing the Fourth of July. They getting shot up. Like, is this still, you know, still in that situation of like, I'm I almost are more nervous now because I have limited interaction with the police as a pulloverness, but I do go out in the crowds a lot. So it's one of those things where it's like. <clears throat> What is like now? What is more dangerous nowadays? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm out in a crowd, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I gotta look around, see what's going on. Like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm seeing who may be walking through angry. You looking at you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. of those yeah. type of situations. Like, if I go to a festival, I could go down to the Strawberry Fest that they be having here in Florida or whatever, and you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go to Strawberry Fest. You'd be like, okay, that could be somebody that decides, hey, today's the day. We got a lot hey, of. And they can't mess here. up the strawberry fence. Strawberry fence. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Like that, that's a perfect situation of yeah. those type you of things. You know what I'm saying? So it's right? like, do you? I mean, have have you felt those type of things? That type of, you know, uh, interaction or that feeling? You know, saying because yeah, yeah. you would have, you know, just for me, like I said, I have more interaction with being in a big crowd. If I'm going to decide, yeah. hey, I'm going to go see freaking Goody Mob or whatever, Goody Mob and Erica Badu, and we in the stadium or whatever, you're like, okay, because somebody come in here and just wild out, you know what I'm saying? Just like going to the right. black church and shooting up stuff. Like, you don't know. You, know, you right? don't. You don't. You don't. You really don't know what, what can happen. But, uh, you know, and I definitely feel that feeling. I mean, I, I, I got my gun and everything like that. You know, you got to have, yeah. you know, take certain precautions with it. But, once again, and this is just where I'm at with it, just in, mm -hmm. just in my mind, because I think when they show us these things, even though it's really happening, I'm not I'm not right. I'm not knocking anything that's happening. This is crazy times that we in. But I also believe they show us those things to keep you in that fear state to keep you in that distraction state, because just think about it like this. Y yes, it has been a lot of different mass shootings lately. But I mean, just based off of think about how many festivals it might be a year. Mm -hmm. And how many times does that happen? Maybe out of all of those, maybe right. one, maybe two, you know what I mean? Right. But because they press it on us so mm -hmm. hard that we constantly see it. That's in your mind. When you walk mm -hmm. outside, like, damn, is he about to shoot me? Is he, about yeah. to shoot? you know, we've been, we, even before they was pushing this, we had to worry about, especially being black, you got to worry about more so about your own people shooting you in the club or something. Like that's yeah. more so where, where my mind goes with, with being worried. I try to, I worry about the things that's directly affecting me in my environment, not to shoot anything off. That's why I'm still such a public figure and I, and I speak and I do things because I know it's a problem. But I also know they push that fear and they push those those things on us to make us in that state because that lowers your that lowers your vi vibration when you go outside and you scared. You know, yeah. you scared to do anything about it. You scared of this police officer when it's really just a dude you probably went to school with, you know, and now he just grown and got a little beard. He look a little different to you now, but probably in high school, y'all probably would have been friends or something. So. I take all of that away from them. I take that uniform off. I take that. And I look at you as a person. I want to see your soul. And I want to understand who you, who's in front of me at this time. Now, it could be an evil soul. Yeah. Could be an evil spirit. But nine times out of ten, when I have interactions with the police, 
and I hold myself up that way, they usually come, they usually either bow down to, to what I'm doing or either be on the same page with me. I literally had so, an argument. I literally argued with a police. I didn't argue with him, but I had a uh, I had a talk with a police officer when I was in school. They came to my door. We were having a party and I broke down something to him. I was like, you know, you 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 feel you have power with that uniform on. And he was like, well, you know, the judge give me power. I was like, well, who gave him power? He's a human, you know, and he and he and I said to him and I said to the lady cop that was with him, I said, look, why you got on sleeves and he don't? He's cold out here, probably. You know why he don't have no sleeves on? She was like, yeah, this is my tenure. Because I got tenure, I get to wear these sleeves. I said, so you've been out here fighting crime all they gave you with some sleeves? She stopped <laughs> and thought about that. I'm talking about, thought about it so hard. And then the next time I seen her, because I seen her at my job, I was working at Walmart then. Yeah. And I told her, I said, I was doing a job at Walmart. You need these bullets behind me. I was in sporting goods. I was like, you need these bullets. This is my job now, so I have the bullets that you need. You know, I was just breaking it yeah, down to yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. But then the next time I talked to her when she came in Walmart, she said the other guy, because of the words that I said, he actually quit. The next week, he said he wanted to be a police no more. So sometimes you gotta get it. Sometimes you gotta be real with people. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be like you. You got a job. You went to a little academy, and you made forty grand. You you got kids at the house. You got a family. So I look at people from that viewpoint. I strip you of those. I strip you of that power for me because you got a job. I could be a police officer right now. So I'm not even. You know, it ain't nothing to me. But yeah. but but don't don't just don't just take my word for it. Like people that's out there listening, because this took a long time to get where my mindset at. This took right. the angry stage. This took the frustration. This took me going out there thinking I had to fight. I was protesting outside George Floyd, everything. Then I said to myself, I said, hold on, I'm going to just handle my family, raise my family, do good in the community. And make sure that I leave something that they can use and that's coming with my books and keep growing. That's all mm -hmm. I can do at this point because yeah. they've been doing this. They they know what their plan is, but we got to have one. Yeah. Right. So let me ask right. you, I got a question for both of y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hayes, you, you, can, you can answer first and then, you know, Prestige, you can go come in after. So I feel like there has to be a solution to the current problem. And if we had the power, and let me say individually, if you had the power, Hayes first, if you had the power to come up with a national solution to the policing problem, what would your, and I, like I said, I answer, I'll give you my answer after y'all answer, but what would your approach be to fixing the policing issue? Where do you think it starts? I feel like, uh, I think the biggest thing would be, it has to be people that are within that community that police that community. It's no different than, uh, you know, what they started doing out west where you had the Black Panthers was doing their whole thing uh, in their own community. You had the, you know, originally Bloods and Crips were handling it in their own community. The situation <laughs> is that you have to have, the police have to be from your community and know those people. It's just like having a business, you know, no different than the Italians and the, and the Greeks and and you have those different corners of like New York and Chicago and stuff like that. And they have, you know, not to segregate themselves, but the people of that community have to be able to police that community. 
when you got yeah. somebody that you know that you grew up with or that's around that area and knows the area and is yeah. not a stranger to the area and not a stranger to the people, then it yeah. becomes a situation like, yo, Ricky, I know your mom, man. Like, right. you shouldn't be out here doing <laughs> this, this, and this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, we can go to the crib, talk to your mom. Like, I want you to do good. Like, then you have those people that are like, they, they'll see you do something bad just like back in the day. Hey, the neighbor could whip your butt just like your mom could whip your butt. You know what I'm saying? Because they was like, yo, he out here doing bad things. We trying to square him away to make sure that he don't go down the wrong path. The police officer should be very much like that. Like, hey, I'm going to take you home, man. Because I know your parents and we're going to make sure that you squared away. And then it's a situation where it's not like you, not necessarily that you fearful of the police, but you know that they have good intentions for the things that they're doing. Right now, we don't have a situation where we believe there's any good intentions of what the police are doing. That's the, the situation. You know, the police are there just to make sure people ain't doing bad stuff. And nobody, yeah. there's nobody that wants bad stuff happening around them. I, I don't know anybody that was like, man, I love the shootings on my street. Like, there's not a person that does that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is fantastic. Hey, I got robbed for the eighth time today. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's happy about that. You know what I'm saying? If you get robbed, if you get robbed eight times in one day, you know what? Yeah, you didn't give it up, man. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but that's the that's the thing. Like, nobody likes it. And I don't, you know, it's like, and that's the that's the conundrum that we have right now. It's like, yo, black people don't like crime just like white people don't like crime but the situation is like dang we also have situations where you know the police aren't from where we're from so they can't have that personal interaction or they're not around to have that personal interaction and what a lot of people are doing nowadays is when they started doing the police initiatives and things like that that's exactly what they started doing hey go out into the neighborhood meet the people go play basketball go to the park and just hang out and talk to people and be a person and then a police officer compared to being a police officer that's secondarily or, you know, thirdly a person. And that's yeah. the biggest deal because when you are able to treat somebody res respect and you see that they're a respectable person, then you act different. True. People act different when they respect the person that's given the authority. So that would be the biggest thing for me is it would be all about uh, giving that policing to the people that are within the community. Um, would be the biggest thing, and I feel like that would help because then you have that respect for the person that's doing it. You know, so. What, what, what do you, you got, Christy? I like that. I like I like that answer you said, though. That that's that's pretty much going the same way that I, that I would take it. It more so have to be with you know people that get that much power. They have to have a certain grace to themselves with that power because it comes with a lot of responsibility. You could literally kill somebody and get off on it. So that's a lot of responsibility to be in a in a in a human's hand, um, especially a human that doesn't understand black people, because if you don't understand us, you you could read it wrong easily because, you know, we loud, we argue, we fight. We you know, you might got the drunk uncle, the crackhead uncle, whatever it might be. <laughs> but when you know who that is, like when I see somebody, I like dang, he look like my uncle. Right there, you know what I'm saying? So I'm able to relate with him. Yeah, all right, bro. Even if he being wild, all right, bro, you got it, bro. You know, just fall yeah. back, calm down. We want to put, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I agree with you with that part uh, with it, because like even with the NOI, like uh, Nation of Islam, they have 
those uh you know they have their soldiers that that stick with Farrakhan and stick with you know you can hire them for your security and them boys do not play they are well trained and they are very well uh organized now I think we could do that we're already doing it but I think it's a it's a gatekeeper to make sure that de- that doesn't happen that's it's not just us saying oh ain't no men willing to step up and go outside no it is but it's a gatekeeper making sure that that doesn't happen. And that goes back to what I was saying with they want to put that in our face because that's the that's the that's the goal. Keep y'all low. Keep y'all scared of us. Keep you in fear. You know, be in fear for your children instead of, you know, uh, uh, instead of raising them up to be powerful. We raising them and it's, and it's smart now. I'm not saying it's not smart, but we're raising them to kind of be docile in a way. But mm-hmm. You want them to also be protected because you got to recognize what age you're in. But but if it goes back to the question you asked about the police, though, it one thing about it, they they probably wouldn't allow those type of things. We would have to forcefully do that. And we, I don't know how that really looks, but I know uh, and it takes a lot of sacrifices. So I don't know if people were really willing to go that far. Mm-hmm. But another thing I would say, though, would be, you know, paying them. Uh, paying them better as well as better training when you're dealing with like psychology and right. communication skills and uh, understanding people. All other jobs, you got to go to school for four, five, six years, be a doctor, be a psychiatrist. You got to go for 10 years. But a police officer, six months, you're in academy. It don't matter what you had before that, your family history, nothing. They don't look further enough into these people's backgrounds to make sure that you got good police officers, just like they do with the FBI and stuff. I think it should be more to it that they right. do in the military. Like the military, you're not just about to be a top rank sergeant without putting the rank in, right? If, I, if I'm not mistaken, but to be well, a police officer, you just go, oh, you can run? Oh, you in physical shape? Oh, you can pass this test? Boom, let's get out here and let's go to downtown Chicago and get these criminals, but it's not going to work that way. You don't know how to communicate or the psychology is off. So on a basic level, I think more training and paying them better so they don't have to feel like, just like teachers, you know, you're not going to do that good of a job. You're only getting 40 grand and you're risking your life. Yeah. You know, I think you should get about at least 80, 80, 90, maybe even yeah. 100. You know, you might do your job, but you don't want to lose that. <laughs> you said, you said, whoa, whoa, yeah, you get right. used to that lifestyle. Like, oh no, I ain't gonna write this ticket wrong. I'm not yeah, about to say yeah. He said that he he said that bill fell instantly when you said that. He yeah, said a hundred. He was like, Oh, I'm not voting for that bill. They ain't getting that hundred, but okay, let's go down a little bit lower. Maybe maybe about yeah. 70 starting. Yeah, give them 60 70. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that, that hundred deep. But the, not right now. They don't deserve the hundred. But I'm saying if it came in like that, you might have a different outcome. Because, bro, if you get a hundred grand, you're going to take your job a little bit more serious. I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a couple scenarios, and I'm going to give y'all I'm gonna give y'all some 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 fake scenarios. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all my real answer. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> fake scenario would be, I think that we should have <laughs> police segregation. <laughs> so if you white, you can only police white people. <laughs> oh no, that. Well, no, yeah, I agree. 
Man, I'm I, with that. Black, I agree with you black, on that. Listen, listen. If you black, you can police black people. But if you mix, but the black folks, but the black police officers <laughs> bad too though. The black police sauce get on you too. That was was my fake scenario. (laughs) I just had to say it though. This shit, this shit came to mind like that. This shit probably wouldn't work. But anyway, (laughs) hey man, it'll be be less people getting shot though. You know what? That sounds that 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 sounds like a Clarence Thomas idea. What you gonna do? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you're a female, you police only female. Only female. If you're a white female, you police white female. Like, uh, like I put, if I'm a police officer, I pull up on you and you white. I'm like, oh my bad, you good? Hey, <laughs> you good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, you good. But you gotta put, yeah. you gotta put this into effect too, though. Like with it, when, when, like, like what I was saying with the gatekeeper. I had a video I put on TikTok recently. Uh, and by the way, follow me on TikTok. I've been, I got like seventy-seven thousand followers, and I've been doing real good on there. But I make I'm a video. Okay. I'm, I'm actually following you on TikTok, but I need, I need. Oh, to, okay. I need you to, I need your usual influencer skills because I got some stuff I need to promote. All right, go ahead. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't work on it. I just studied now. But um, okay, yeah, like like uh, I I forgot my train of thought right then. Uh, but I was going to go into just my, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I made a video recently on TikTok, and it was about a guy that was telling how he's a private in, um investor in prisons. Well, he's an owner of a prison. And he was breaking it down and he broke down basically how this goes, because that's why I go back to that gatekeeper. It has to be somebody in those penitentiaries because those penitentiaries make money. Private investors, you could be you just have enough money. You go buy a prison. Then you get with the then you get with the legislation like the judges or you get with the politicians and say, hey, I want to get this bill passed so I can make sure that more people coming into my prison. And then it just becomes a cycle of us on the outside of this and being a victim of it. When I say a gatekeeper, I'm talking about that money. I'm talking about those private uh, private investors. I'm talking about those politicians. I'm talking about those judges that get paid for putting enough people into the penitentiary. So mm-hmm. it's a bigger game than just them outside shooting us. It's like it's they don't want to shoot us. They want you in that prison and get that free labor more than anything. So yeah. it's it's a so, deeper level there. I look at it like this, and I, and I totally agree. And I look at it like this. Something you said, both of y'all said, that first of all, I feel like there has to be a nationwide sweep to where if you don't if you don't pass certain criteria to be a police officer if i mean they should go through social media they should go through your full background your family background mental health all this stuff needs to come into play when it comes to making a person a police officer you know what i'm right. saying it's like you can't have hidden racism or you know what i'm saying and then now you don't you don't like asian people but as soon as you get a badge you're able to have authority over asian people so now you know what I'm saying if you decide to shoot an Asian person, you know what I'm saying? You you don't have justification to satisfy your desire yeah. to kill an Asian person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but with all that being said, like you said, it takes four years, four to eight years to become a professional anything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you could be like I said, you could be a police officer in six months. That's some bullshit. I think, like you said, it should it should be a college degree a law degree of some sort to become a police officer that yep. means you've worked hard you've worked hard to get where you're at you know what i'm saying you passed everything you need to pass you went through all these different 
freaking even in the military, you go through psychological um, situations. You go through all these different platforms right. to right. become because I can't go like I, I've been like and and to tell you we've been we've been to war zones, and I can't just because I think this I can't I think this Arab guy looks like a Taliban. I can't shoot this man because I don't know that you know what I'm I don't know this man. And I've met like for example, I was in Afghanistan. I met multiple. Arab men, not Arab men, multiple Afghanis who had kids. And I've sat down and talked to guys that talk about, we talk about our kids together. And all they want is to, you know, be able to take care of their families, just like we want to take care of our families, right? So then you got this man over here, be like, oh, well, that dude right there, he the Taliban, I'm about to shoot him. That man ain't Taliban, that man just, you know what I'm saying, uh, Afghan, <laughs> that's trying to take care of his family. But you have to be able to, your your mindset, has to be able to understand and have some type of compassion for somebody besides your the pride that you take over. You know what I'm saying? So me as a black man, yeah. I don't have any issues with white people, Asian people, Latinos, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We are all human. We are all put here by God and we all, you know, by the creator. So who am I to say, I don't like this man because he's Asian. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't like this man because he's white. You know, I don't have an issue with that. But what I do have an issue with is if you're racist of any kind, if you're black racist, if you're white racist, if you're Asian racist, or Asian, you know what I'm saying? If you, there's a, I, I live in Florida. There's a lot of Spanish people that's racist. They don't like black people. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, how can I put you in charge or give you any type of authority over the people that you hate? It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's common sense. And it seems like you know, I know, I know what we do is we, when we're in training, uh, when we go through these scenarios, we have to put on our best face. You get what I'm saying? Put on our best face and be like, oh yeah, you know. But I don't know about Hayes, but when I was in the military, I was in the military 13 years. Yeah, you know I man, people I met in the military that never met a black person face to face, that never seen a that's right, seen that's a black person. Vice versa, vice versa too. Though I've seen that too. I've seen the other ones where it's like, yo, I've never. Been hanging around uh with black people before. I've seen a black yeah, person like, that hadn't been hanging around with black people before. Like had like, been in a uh, an area where they really didn't have any black people that was in the area. They was like the one, and they grew yeah. up in that area. And then it was like you... they came and was like, "Oh shoot!" Like I didn't know. Yeah, so <laughs> like they was. How do you know? It was just how do you know my culture? Yeah, yeah. So how do you know my culture if you've never been around me? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You think that all. All black people, all we do is listen to hip hop music. Get it from our TV, chicken. man. You know what I'm saying? Get get free watermelon. No, nigga, yep. <laughs> that's, not our, that's not our mo. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I had to, I had to tell somebody, I had to tell a guy at work one time. I had to break it down, you know, because he kind of tried me at work. And I said, first of all, dude, I got three college degrees. You know what I'm saying? I have three major certifications. You know what I'm saying? My my resume is impeccable. Don't play me because I'm a black man because you don't think. You know what I'm saying? I. I have these accolades because I, I do, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because you feel like I'm from a, I'm from a small town, Pensacola. I'm a little country boy, blah, blah, blah. You don't know. Don't. But if you don't know me, if you don't know my culture, if you don't know where I, my background, if you don't know where I'm going or my drive or my motivation or what I'm doing in my life, how right. can you judge me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've yep. met, I've met white guys that I thought, you know, and it was stereotypical that I automatically thought was rednecks and was the coolest white dudes I ever met in my life. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah. it's we we as we as human beings have this thing where we we stereotype from a basis, you know. From we get we, we start out with a basis of what we think is mm. supposed to be the scenario, 
like just a perfect example my brother-in-law he's white if you see him he looks like a biker you know what i'm saying because my wife yeah. is mixed you know what i'm saying greatest guy you ever meet my mom my mom is from queens new york my dad's from pensacola florida they love this man they met this dude they fell in love with this dude you better come see us all you know what I'm saying because you can't automatically assume when you mm -hmm. see somebody that they're a certain way. You know right. what I'm saying? One of the nicest, nicest guys I've met in my life. You yeah. get what I'm saying? But we as a, we as human beings and we as people, we stereotype people from the from the moment we see them. And then so I say I have to say this. So how can you as an authority, police officer or whatever, come in and be like, Well, you're automatically this way. We know how black people are. Right. Like you know how we all are as a whole? Yeah, yeah, black yeah. people are in America. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this yeah. how we all are. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's my point of view on it. But like I said, we need, we need, like you said, need more training. There needs to be more insight on, on job. Like I mean, on the job training ain't gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't. Not in this be, case. Yeah, not in this case because it's a matter of life and death, and it needs to be consequence. That's another thing. I don't, it needs to yeah. be consequence. There got to be consequence. Yeah. Like when you, you should know if you shoot somebody. That you wasn't supposed to shoot, right. or you, yeah. You should know that you need to follow all everything because I feel like this. I believe in if you shoot somebody, somebody needs to shoot you. Period. You know what I'm saying? You need, yep. yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you shoot my I son, guess what? Yeah, I for now. That's I feel like that's the best. I guarantee you, you'll think twice before you shoot somebody else. Like when I'm yeah. when I'm getting ready to shoot at somebody, I'm like, because I tell my son, and I let me get off my get off my soapbox. I'm gonna say this. I tell I told my son, my older son, long time ago. I said, man, it takes you three seconds to make a valuable decision in your life. That's going to, it can change your life or make sure that you're, you stay alive or whatever. So before you do anything, you got three seconds to make that decision, probably less to be like, oh, should I shoot this man or not? You know what I'm saying? So that's telling me if you're shooting, if you shot this man, if this man got shot, what, 60, 60 times, 90 times, something like that. Yeah. If this man got nobody in their head thought about, is this a good idea or not? You know what I'm saying? Is this the way we should go? You know what I'm saying? Uh, should we tase this man? Should it? Should we just do a foot pursuit or whatever? Everybody thought it was okay to pull their guns out and just start shooting. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody made that three-second, I call it a three-second rule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should, I know, like, if I go into Walmart and I see some candy I want and I can't afford it, in my head, I'm going to do, I got three seconds to be like, huh, should I steal this candy or not? Probably not a good idea. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah. but it makes sense, as you know what I'm saying. So right. I don't understand how that doesn't make sense for somebody with authority, like the police or whatever. So anyway, mm -hmm. I'm I'm off a soapbox. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, you know what I'm saying we. Uh, you, you was pushing the time, baby. You was pushing the time. But yeah, I know you yeah, had to get that off your chest. I know you was pushing that off your chest. Bro, been thinking about this all week. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. He had two weeks filled up. He said, yeah, like, "My cup runneth over." Hey, I, I had that afro comb. You think it's out of game, my hand? <laughs> I thought you was like, oh, I ain't never wrong with me. Think about this, though. I feel you, though. It's real. Yeah, it's yeah. real, though. Yeah, man. It's real. We're going to move on to the music of the week right now. You know what I'm oh, saying? My man. So right now, we, we got the we music. Out here. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, you know, I was trying I was trying to help you out, but, you know, you hey, had bad. to do my thing. My bad. But anyways. Let me catch your podcast. If our music releases July, 10th. who we got? Who we got? Who we got? One Uh, we had a few people came out. Some low names, not known names, things of that nature. But uh, you know, you got uh, Westside Gun in there from Griselda Group. 
a uh, little blood west coast cat kid cuddy came out with a compilation that has a lot of his uh former hits on there things of that nature um ransom had another album that came out you know a good like New Jersey, New York, boom, bap, and uh, had a, a Joe Button feature on there. So that was interesting to see Joe Button come back through on that deal. But okay. uh, I, I had rap one that rap I, talking. Uh, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I was just like, man, that, that feature. I was like, that's interesting. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. you know, it, it was pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that West Side Gun was straight boom, bap, and, uh, you know, uh, Ransom, like I said, very boom, boom bap with it, New York. New Jersey style doing his thing, so it was pretty good. That Apollo Brown was like instrumentals, which was nice. I was like, "Yo, man, you could flow on a few of these." You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he has okay. some, he has some nice little, like, uh, nice little beats that uh, that he put out on there. I think that one's about 20, 20 some odd uh, tracks on there. But the thing that caught my eye right there was uh, just to show y'all that Burner Boy, which was an Afro beat joint. So it was nice. I mean, he has some he has some good little tracks on there, 19 tracks. If you feel like you want to, you know what I'm saying, get with the Afro beat wave, take it back to the motherland and bust out some nice little tribal style okay. dancing, you know what I'm saying? It was uh it was legit. So I I really enjoyed uh that album. Um you know, so there was there's been a lot of stuff to be going on. Everybody trying to bring out their uh summertime hits to make sure that everybody's good to go out there. So make sure you check those out. Like I said, the uh, mint ketchup spotlight is burn, burn, <coughs> burner boy. Uh, love Demi. It's a uh, Afro beat, nineteen tracks. Like I got uh, last, last, last. Uh, really good song, Glory, Science, and Kilometer. Uh, really good songs right there. So uh, go okay. check those out if you got time. Jump on that uh, Amazon Music, and while you're on Amazon Music, Dad, go and listen to our podcast because this is on yeah, Amazon no, Music as well. So go check no out doubt. the podcast, no doubt. <laughs> All right, and we back up in here. Let's go yeah. ahead with the interview, man. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? We want to uh, concentrate on this man right here, Prestige, man. Tell us, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I named the podcast Welcome to the Metaverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, got, we got that like old thing. So I was I like, like All right, man, you got to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? For those that don't understand, um, you know, the, the type of feel that you in there and the metaphysical, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Explain to yeah. us, you know what I'm saying, what, what is the metaphysical for those that don't know out there? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So metaphysics just is a branch of philosophy and it deals with uh, the unseen. See, meta means unseen uh, outside of the physical. So metaphysical can go into many categories, many different things such as your thoughts, um, going into even spirits, uh, different spirituality, meditation, um, uh, manifesting, law of attraction, might even go into just different philosophies from the past, uh, certain occult teachings and things like that. So it's, it's a lot of different branches that metaphysics can fall under, just anything outside of the physical. So it might be studying energy, vibrations, it's like the next level of science um, outside of just like how people just pay attention to the things that you can actually feel. We're going more so into the things that we can't, we can feel, but we may not be able to see it with our two eyes. We may be able to pick it up with other senses. So we go into stuff like intuition and things like that. And metaphysics with me personally, what I do or what I study more than anything is the mind and uh, mind science and you know, healing traumas and 
going into mental health and psychology and things like that. That's that's where my focus is with metaphysics. But it's a broad topic that handles a lot of different areas. Um, and people, you know, when you hear first say they're a metaphysician, you might want to ask, like, what what you know, what branch or what are you doing? Because it could be tarot cards to counseling. You know, it's just it's right, just right. so wide range. But the hmm. basis of the definition is any uh, the study of things outside of the physical. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I saw that uh, on uh, you know I, I did a little research on your books and things of that nature, and I know that you yeah. got uh, mind alignment and mind alignment two point that I, I checked out here. It looks like that one uh, that mind alignment two point that was one that just came out not too long ago. Um, what's uh, you know like <clears throat> with your books? Can you give the give the people out there an idea of like you know when they dive into uh, some of your your writing, you know, what yeah. what are the little premise that they can get and gain from uh, that mind alignment? Yeah, for sure. So mind alignment is the uh, it's the series of books. I got mind alignment. Uh, part one came out 2020 uh, of May. Uh, Wake up your stolen greatness through mind power. Then we got mind alignment 2.0 paradigm shiver of the black mind. These are covers. This is the there new one. I'm saying. And then we got uh, then we got this one. Okay. So, so my goal was to to teach a generation. This is my this is my philosophy right here. My goal is to teach a generation the power that's within them already. Mm -hmm. So I'm one of the people. It's not many people that's doing what I'm doing that look like me, uh, but it's a very wide range topic if you look at other cultures and other races. So what I wanted to do was put myself in a position to look like the people that look like me and teach these things to to them because a lot of times our people don't want to hear it from nobody else if it's not coming from a black person or something they'd be like i don't want to hear it but i right. dove into that and i've been studying for over 15 years so i study people like apoleon hill people that wrote think and grow rich uh william walker atkinson um reverend ike you know he goes into the christian standpoint of metaphysics mm -hmm. uh it's just a bunch of names that i've studied abraham hicks uh you know, Jack Canfield, it's just different. I'm, I'm, it's real easy for me to get into like different uh, teachers because, you know, me coming up and I wanted to speak on that earlier. I was around mostly white people, you know, based on my school and my area. So mm -hmm. I'm able to kind of see both sides. I was raised, you know, on that side, but in my family, you know, in the bottom or whatever. So I was yeah. able to see both ends of it. And that makes me a very versatile person. And mm -hmm. What I noticed when I was looking at this stuff, I was like, I don't never see nobody that look like me or speak like me with these with speaking on law of attraction or manifesting. So that was my goal. And in the book, uh, the first one was just basically just breaking down the mind and the power of your mind and how your thoughts play a direct role into the reality that you see. How your thoughts play a direct role in how you feel every day, how your thought, how stress plays a role in your body and the releasing of cortisol and things and going yeah. into meditation practices. And I'm trying to make it cool or normalized amongst our people. Like last week or well, Wednesday, I went to a Richmond County Juvenile Court. Um, I'm in Augusta, by the way, but Richmond County Juvenile Court in Georgia. And I did a meditation with the kids, you know, in they needed it. You know, they right. don't get that peace of mind. They don't get that moment. And a lot of people put the physical before the spiritual. But in my philosophy, the spirit comes first because it's what creates the physical. So mm -hmm. I'm the person that, you know, is working with their mind and, and teaching them the things that they can use years from now. 
because I didn't learn until I was like 25 going on 30 what meditation was or anything. So I said, I'm going to be that face for them. But uh, but yeah, as far as the books go, it just in the 2.0, the paradigm shift, this is about the black mind. So I go into things like how trauma is passed on through slavery, how, you know, there's a lot of things that's in our DNA that makes us do certain things that we do. Uh, black psychology, African-American psychology. What else I got in here? Different uh, mental, positive mental propaganda, the power of music, just different things in this one. And this one's special to me because it's for the people and it gives more of my story as well. The first one was just more so teaching them about the mind and why do I even need to even know these things? Right. So, yeah. So what do you got? So, uh, you... Uh, so I, I, my question is this, because I've tried it before and how hard is it to be able to control your mind? Um, and I say what I'm, what, I, what I'm meaning is, it's like I've tried meditation and I kind of feel like my mind at some point in time is so busy that I can't narrow it down to a, to a science. Like I, 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 yeah. I, I've talked to, I follow different, you know, different, um, you know, train um, teachers or whatever, as far as, you know, teaching the art of meditation. And, you know, they all say the same thing, you know, stick with it. You know, eventually your, your mind will, will succumb to, you know, the control, but I've never been able to control my mind. And so yeah. from, from your perspective, what is that? How does that like, well, well I, guess, I guess, I guess my question is where, how do you, how do you get past that? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I mean, really and truly, it's for it's an everlasting journey. Like I still have negative thoughts. I still catch myself, uh, you know, overthinking things or going the wrong way with it. But I'm aware of this now. Before I would just let it go. Now I'm like aware of it. Like, oh, I'm going the wrong direction with this. Let me just stop this thought or this thought process before it goes somewhere dark. But I, but I never try to act like I don't have negative thoughts. I never try to. Uh, be the type of person to tell someone that you could just stop your negative, like stop thinking negative. That's how I was when I first heard about it. Don't ever think a negative thought. Think And I realized that wasn't true. Um, you have yeah. to be the observer of your thoughts because you got this physical body, but in your mind, you got these thoughts running. Who's behind that that's listening to those thoughts? That's who you are. You're the observer of your thoughts. You're not just your thoughts. Your thoughts could come from TV, uh, white people programming, these videos they showing us, whatever it may be. That could be what your thoughts is filled with. But when you become the person that's an observer, instead of trying to fight it, you end up seeing what kind of thoughts are you thinking for yourself. And then that's when you begin to make the changes because now you're noticing when you're doing it uh, more often and you know that it has an effect before you just, oh, well, this would just the reality. I'm thinking about my reality. I'm going through it right now. But you don't realize that you're putting yourself in that the more you feed into those same thoughts. So when I have those negative thoughts or when they'll get when times get because right now I'm even in a hard time. But I always keep my practices at the forefront and I'm able to observe what I'm thinking or where I'm going with things. And that's what meditation is about. You don't get to the point of quiet in your mind unless you like some kind of Buddhist monk in the mountains. <laughs> we in America, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we out yeah. here really working. We got yeah. stuff to do. I'm reading right. a book now called Urban Monk, and it goes into like uh, urbanized 
way of spirituality in the West compared to how it is in the East. Because when you look in the East, they into meditation, they, you know, Indian, uh, Hindu religion, Buddhist, mm-hmm. things like that. But when you're here in America, white or black, it's moving. This place is stressful. Yeah. It's a lot going oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But taking that time, taking that time for yourself going through these things will make it easier to deal with. But you will never quiet your mind completely. And that's why people stop. Don't don't stop because your mind is is talking. Pay attention to what your mind is saying Mm -hmm. in that moment. Don't fight it and don't look for something outrageous to happen. People think people think God gonna show up, or you know you, you gonna see you, you. This is for you, you God know. Show up? No, no. It, <laughs> He's like, hold up, hold up. I've been, been calling and he ain't like yeah, God is gonna show up. God, <laughs> God is just gonna be like, bro, you laying in your bed like, dog. No. <laughs> hey, I've been meditating. I ain't seen God yet. I have not seen God yet. He might show up for some people, but I haven't seen. I have yeah. felt I have felt the presence. I have felt yeah. the loving presence. I have went to a space that I haven't been normally conscious, and I know that was something outside of this. But I wouldn't. But I, but I. But that takes time. That takes years of practice. So when, what I tell beginners is, and like I was telling the kids, because I guide them through the meditation. So I'm speaking with them. They put headphones on. It's like a silent headphones. They put it on. They got the music playing. I got the mic and I walk around. They lay down and a lot of them go to sleep. A lot of them go to sleep. A lot of them just yeah. come back, just quiet and calmer. So we just need those moments of silence. That's it. A moment to yourself to reflect yeah. and yeah. restore yourself. Yeah, That's I'm it. Sure, I for sure had time. Uh, you know, I, I would get up at like four o'clock in the morning. Or whatever, and oh, I, would just, I, I would do like. Like that was also like before I would go run, like oh you in the morning. So I would like yeah. go and I would just like sit and like uh, I'm stretching, but then I it's I'm just in the dark because my wife still be asleep. So I'm in the dark and I'm trying not to make noise. So I'm just like eyes closed, it's already dark in the room, and I'm just yeah. like stretching. But that was the time where I'm like quiet in my mind, just like all right, thinking about like okay, you know, just those type of things. And that was for at least for me, that was the best time. That's the, that's exactly what it is. I did too, but I fell back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't That's good too, bro. But, 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 <laughs> but the reason why, I, and I can break that down too, the reason why that happens is, is because when you're meditating, your brain is calming down, your brain's slowing down. So it's different wavelengths that your brain is at while you're conscious and while you're meditating, while you're relaxing. And it's easily to go to that next level of just, I'm asleep. But that's a good sign because that means you were relaxed enough to and comfortable enough to go to sleep. You calm you calmed yourself down. That's why a lot of people meditate before they go to sleep. But I wanted to hear what uh hit what you were saying though about in the morning. Like that is the most powerfulest thing you can do. It's like what he said, before your family get up, before your wife, before the children get there, before you touch the world, get in tune with yourself because and then he say exercise after that. Oh my goodness. That's like that's like the, the the habits that will make you a superman, like literally, because when you when you start doing that and then you go out into the public, the world looks different. The world looks different. You 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 have a different energy. You go into work. People in there sluggish. And oh, man, I hate to be. They jumped up out the bed. But you already ready. 
they like, calm down, bro. Like, no, I got this energy because I've been spending time with myself. So like morning habits and morning meditation, if I can get to it, I try to get to it on the regular, but when I don't do it, I feel a big difference than when I do do yeah. it. So that, it's simple things, but we make them complicated. It's just so as simple had, as what he said. Yeah, so he definitely gave me, uh, you know what I'm saying, a little, I, uh, an idea. Because I, I get up in the morning, too. I go, I go to the gym about 6. So I figured, mm. like I said, that is a good idea. To kind Y'all of alone. So what I do, <laughs> yeah, because what, what I do is, you know, a lot of times, like, I, I, you know, I've tried meditation, and like I said, my mind wonders, you know, mm. and it wonders. So because I've always been, first of all, I have ADHD. So... You know, my mind and, and I talked to when I talked to the, the lady that was teaching me meditation, um, this this somebody who I went through. She had she had a brain tumor and over the last three or four years, she's been recovering and trying to, you know, learn how to be, you know, her again. So she she adopted meditation in her daily life. And it's like I said, she says changed her life. And so a couple of years back, I went through some stuff myself and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do. I want to do this, you know, do something clear my mind, reset my brain, you know? But for me, it was just, like I said, it got to a point where my mind would wonder, you know, I would, I would try to relax and kind of disconnect, but my mind would, all, and I've always been that way. My mind's always, I got, I went through a time in my life where I couldn't even sleep because I always had something going on. I always had the next big thing coming out. I always had the next mm-hmm. something, you know? I always got something going on, whether it's a new book, whether it's a new business, something about a blah, so my mind is always going. So I want to learn how to slow that down and disconnect for a small period of time, so I can re, so I can reset. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Because, like I said, stress is is a killer. You know, stress is is responsible for eighty percent of the, of the diseases that we have. You know, and you know, being able to disconnect from that stress is, you know, would definitely you know, kind of say reset your body, reset your mind, and get you in a good place, man. So definitely, I I, I like the fact that you are, you know, and like I said, I follow you on, on TikTok, so I do see a lot of the, um, you know, things you put out. And so let me ask you this too. So, yeah. and I, I'm not sure what it's called. So don't don't uh, excuse my verbiage. Excuse no, you my, good. You good. So that's what I'm here so, for. <laughs> so I see I see you with the with the what is the chalice and the singing bowl. Singing ball. What? So what? Right. So yeah. So what is it? What is it called? Is uh, it's called? called a. It's called a. I got different ones. What it's called that. The one that I think you're talking about is a crystal singing bowl, and then okay. also I got a, a Tibetan singing bowl. So the Tibetan that comes from like like we were talking about earlier, uh, Tibet, like the uh, Buddhists and things like that use those things because sound plays a role in our uh, frequency and our body and our and particles in our body and our DNA. You know, music plays a heavy role in that. That's why they use music to program people. That's why they use music to calm people down. That's why they use music to, uh, you know, you you could just go to the club and they play the right song. You might be for the ladies, then you you think you're a player. Then it might be, yeah, you yeah. know, give you buck, you ready to fight somebody. So, yeah, yeah, you, you know up. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, Lil John was talking to me at one point, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go slap him over there or something. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. 
so it is it's a heavy influence and as you see our music is usually self-sabotaging and, and and destructive and then the frequency that they recording it at and you can listen to kanye talk about this you can listen to the younger guy x uh xx Tassiano, or something like that i think it was yeah i don't really know all rappers and stuff like that no more right, but right, i got you. I know he was one that was speaking on the frequency of what um, of what it does to your body. And, you know, they they basically say they killed him for that kind of information. But uh, when you're doing the singing bowls and, and those tones and those frequencies, it has a direct effect on your body. So different different notes and different frequencies of it does different things to different energy centers in your body. So when I when I meditate now and. And that's good for you if you learn how to do it, because what that does when I meditate with that, it gives me something else to concentrate on than just okay. sitting there with my thoughts. I'm sitting there with that. And then before you know it, you just got into the sound and and, and, and faded away. And it, and it makes it easier than just being in my head so much. But uh, but yeah, that's just another that's just another instrumental tool that I've learned how to use. And and I use it with my meditation practices and also with other people. And um, we got a practice coming. Like my main goal, like right now, my real goal is to get like a wellness center or a metaphysical center where I'm going to be teaching these things. And I got like a order, like a sound bed where you lay on it and it just, you know, you put your headphones on and it just put these vibrations through you and these different sounds and it, and it rejuvenates wow. your body and your mind. So it's like. That's where we're going next. And if if you're not really paying attention, you don't really recognize it. But me paying attention, that's what science is into now. They want to know the quantum world. They want to know the consciousness. They want to know the thoughts. They want to know what frequency does to our body. So it's a lot of new science coming out that's proving that we need these type of things. And they've been using it against us for so long. Yeah. Nice, nice, so, nice. Yeah, that singing bowl is deep. Yeah, it's deep, but so, it's it's easy. So check this out. So Hayes, yeah, man. No, it's time since we talk about the singing bowls. It's time <laughs> to get. So so uh, I'm gonna let you go to your to your next um to your next segment so we can um respect right. this man's deck. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm going to grab yeah, my charger sir. real quick, fellas. While y'all doing it, I'm going to grab my charger. Yeah, all or right. You gotta, or is it for yeah, me? I mean, it's it's a, this is kind of for you. We can knock right, this out go. real quick. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll move, move into the next segment after that. So what we okay. normally do with any uh, any person that steps steps into our uh, our metaverse, our, our verse, our, our, our catch a verse, uh, yeah. You know, step in there. We always have to respect the deck of anybody's in there, and 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 I feel like you may be a old old enough gentleman to know what you, what that means when we say respect the deck, because you know, got the tape deck, got to make sure that we are uh, uh, letting you know, uh, or you're giving us the information on, you know, what type of music really influenced you throughout your life, uh, album, song, and artist. So we usually start oh, yeah. out like, hey, respecting your deck. Like, what is your favorite album? Um, that influenced you during your life, or that you could go to, or the you know, like everybody talks about. Hey, you on a, you on an island, and you only could take one album with you. You know, like what's that go to uh, album that you would take with you? I already know that answer. That's uh that's two part. That's all eyes on me. All that's the one. Okay, okay. All eyes all on me. We've had a few of those. We've had a few yeah. all eyes on, on me coming on through me. here. All right. Yeah. So, uh, 
Tupac was my first first teacher. <laughs> okay, okay, ah, got okay. you, got you. So then, uh, you know, also, what's that one song? You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be off that album. What's that one song that, like, no matter what, you be like, oh, that's that jam. Like, you could be in any mood and be like, yo, that's it. That's What's what's that one song that's, that's that hit? Uh, I don't even, I don't even think it's, I don't even know why it's this really, though, but I don't even think it's, uh, and it's not Tupac. It's actually UGK. I like okay. uh, I like high life. We live in okay. that high life. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's my joint. Yeah, that's my joint. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's my joint yeah. right there. Like, yeah, and if you listen to what they saying, like the older I got, the more I really. He said, "What he said." It's people peeing on them. It's, it's people living on them corners that you pee on, probably because society felt they didn't be long. But who in the made it this way for us? Got all these young niggas selling that yay because it ain't like they make high levels gainable. And that quote piece of American pie just ain't attainable. So who? I said, like, when I listen to it now, I'm like, oh, okay. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that grown stuff, man. That's yeah, that, hey, you gotta yo. really listen. You gotta really yeah. be listening, especially yeah. Bun B and PMC too, yeah. though. PMC, we, you get into it, man. They begin. Yeah, right. Right. So, so I mean, you you talk about Tupac, the All Eyes on Me. We talked about yeah. some UGK. You got that high life. So for an artist, if there was like a catalog of an artist that you like, hey, all day this artist, that's my number one. Who's that artist for? I gotta go with I still gotta go with Pac on that one because he just got the most memorable. But y'all laugh at me. Most people laugh at this one though and don't expect this one. But I really like Boosie though. I'm just gonna keep it real. Okay, Boosie, okay. Right you know what I'm saying? I just gotta keep it real. Every time I say that, I tell my partners that they like, really? And I'm like, because no, 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 don't give Boosie that. That man been doing it 20 years now. Come on. He, 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 and if you and if, you, if the reason I think the reason why is because his life story is mm-hmm. so it's he's an overcomer. He overcomes things right. and then when he and then he speaks on it on the microphone. If you don't right. really know his music and you just see his antics now, you probably wouldn't understand. But right. like I'm gonna be real, like when with with me, because he like his grandma, he'll tell you his grandma name, his kid's name. His, right. You could tell that he's being an authentic person. I think I'm more so into like uh, story hip hop. I like to hear your real side. I don't want to hear about balling yeah. all the time. You know, yeah, I want to hear yeah. the truth that I can relate right. to. You know, so. Yeah, but but don't but don't but don't don't jump on me for that one. Don't jump oh, on no. me. Oh no, hey man. Everybody, the thing is, That's like we thing. like we like having we like having variety, man. Like everybody has their own little. Nicks, nooks and crannies and like you know what things they enjoy you know so we got we got all eyes on me we had the high life as the song and then we had artist tupac and uh a- tupac with a little slice of booty you know what i'm saying so it's all good nothing wrong with that but we're about uh, to pull into our uh last and final and i know uh rajim had it last week and now it's on you. Top, the top almost four, man. So the top almost I, four. Let's I chose uh, an interesting topic for the top almost four, which I gave you four. But my topic is hip hop dance song. So you got your top hip hop dance song, and it's gonna run a gambit. It's interesting songs that have some type of dance to go along with. Oh, so we got all right. Yeah. So now at number four, which. 
I mean, there's a there's like few different honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. Teach me how to Dougie. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, 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 but I mean, yeah. you know, some of these, like, that's an honorable mention, man, because they even had the uh, what is that? They yeah. had the dance joint on um Xbox. You could like yeah. do the little joint. You yeah. was like, oh shoot, you know what I'm saying? Get I'll be like, and I'm like, <laughs> teach me how to duggy. <laughs> so um, I, I don't I know never been duggy. I, I think I'm swatting flies. <laughs> so uh, so number four. Number four, just because it's so easy and almost anybody can do it, and it's probably the laziest thing, is the stanky leg. Oh, do the, the stanky, stanky leg. <laughs> do the stanky leg. Like, you don't even really have to do nothing. You literally can be limping, and they be like, oh, he's stanky leg. You're like, look at that. Uh, like, <laughs> it's how I'm asking. like, look at that stanky leg. So I would say what? number four is the stanky leg. Uh-huh. Top hip-hop dances. Number three. Okay. Hey man, it's, it's the big boy dance. Lean back. <laughs> you lean back. Hey, uh, Fat Joe, okay. live with the lean back. You know what I'm saying? I was like feeling that. Also, uh, uh, here we coming up number one or number two. Number two, you got to get hype. And this was probably one of the biggest hits <laughs> my dog. as of right now. <laughs> I have to give it to you, uh, my man. Yeah. Get low. I mean, what? like, you can't. Get low. Uh, I can tell you when. Come on, dude. You walk in the club. That one. Get low. Come on. That was it. Hey, matter of fact, that was it. From the window. Look, hold up, hold up. That song had people that didn't even know what ski skeet meant. Saying ski skeet. Shake it, shake it like a song. Shake it. (laughs) No. Get get fine. Devil fine. Joke. Get low. Get Little John and uh, oh, and uh, okay. freaking Yin Yang Twins. Yeah, I I was shaking get low. Like no, no, no. From the window oh. to the wall. To the oh, wall. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what that is. Hey, so I, I, put that, the funny... I put that at number two. Go okay. Ahead. No, go ahead. I would okay. say the funniest thing I ever saw when I, I was working at the bouncer in the club. And matter of fact, my boy said, my boy said Tootsie Roll, 69 boy. <laughs> hey, hey, Tootsie Roll was in there. That's, how, that's hey, my honorable yeah. mention. No, Tootsie Roll. Oh, oh, get look, it go. Let me see it, Tootsie Roll. Hey, the funniest shit I ever saw. Now, look, all my white friends are going to get mad at me for me saying this, but I was working as a bouncer in the club, and I was, it was like a happy hour. And when white people, when black people ain't around, white people just do their thing. They, like, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they turn up. Right? Yeah, they they gonna turn up. So the DJ played that song like it was, he was just talking about from the window to yeah yeah. Man, when I tell you people, was, <laughs> I see somebody said from the window <laughs> to the wall. That was serious, but that shit. They was like, I was like this. The whole thing, like, like I'm like, what the hell is going on up here? White people, uh, yeah. Up. That that window to the wall was legit, but I can tell you right now. If you was in the not 80s, if you were 80s, if you were late 70s, 80s baby, hey, you man, know man, this man. song is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this that song. Oh, is that what it is. Boy back in. All right, I got. You. I was like, <laughs> this this song. What I have is number one. Is one of those things that I could say right now will get everybody that's a 70s, 80s hip hop baby back on the dance floor all day long, doing the butt. Doing no. the butt, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you can look. Up, I'm telling you, I was a little butt, younger, though. Hey, Everybody doing the butt was out, though. That Anybody, was a jam, though. That's hump, the hump, right? Uh, no, that's not. Um, 
No, what's no, that was a that was a damn. It was a dang. I forgot the that one, Humpty Humpty. No, 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 girl. That's somebody that that's somebody big that's the big auntie song. I can't oh, see you playing yeah. the barbecue right <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Somebody, you got somebody you got, big auntie gonna be on the dance floor right now. 70s, is out there getting it, dog. You doing the butt. Like everybody can do the butt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, shoot. Ain't nothing wrong. Well, I said hip hop, hip hop dance on my top four. Stanky leg, because you ain't really got to do nothing. All you do, you know, you can, you, can, you can sit down and do the stinky leg. You know what I'm saying? You got lean back. I mean, that was a gem. You know what I'm saying? Another one where, hey, everybody can do it for a long period of time because you ain't got to really do a lot, but you were part of the dance. Everybody like, oh, shoot, get low. Hey, everybody wild out on the get low joint, little John. But doing the butt, man, that's just, well, what about that's a good you time. Said, um, did you just say, um, you got honor you I had honorable mentions in there. Like, I had honorable oh, okay. mentions. This was, uh, teach me how to Dougie. Yeah, uh, I mean, hey, Tootsie Roll was a great honorable mention. That's a lot of work, though. You could throw some hips, you got cranking Superman in the. I mean, you know, Bank I mean, Kid Bounce. No, right. That, yeah, oh, I mean, nah, I mean, Bank yeah. <laughs> Kid Bounce didn't have a long run, though. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, right. didn't have a long run, and people the dance went further than the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then the Harlem Shake had a little too much. Yeah. You about to throw oh, his shoulders out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hit, it was a little hit, too much. Hey, that hit the quad was hot too, though. Yeah, you, you yeah. Got, I mean, you got to hit the quad. <laughs> I mean, oh, hold yeah. up. Hurricane. All of that. Hey. All of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you are you, are you ahead of, ahead of hurricane? Hurricane. <laughs> you gotta get a couple of drinks in you before you hit that. You gotta get a couple yeah, yeah, of drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody barbecue gonna be turned up. Yeah. <laughs> but those are my those are my top hip hop top four hip hop dance songs. Stanky leg at number four. Lean back at number three. Get low at number two. And you know the classic from good old days when I was. Seven, that ain't bad years though. Old, and I seen the teenagers, and they would come on, and you like, oh, that girl like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Hey, even like, oh shoot, what is that? What does that mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so good times no, out there. You know what I mean? So hey, uh, I that's, need, that's you what know, I I think honorable mention he do need to be cranked. That soldier boy and um, uh, the Tusa roll. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Tussie yeah. Roll. Tussie Roll the, had a, got a run. Hey, he does have a run. Yeah, the butterfly. Uh-uh, that's old. Yo, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny shit you got to think about, though, right now is, if you play, if you play it right now in any club, every old woman in the club will get up a dance to it. That's their shit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, to prom 1993, this is your night. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the youngest gonna get down too, though. Hey, man. Hey, that's it. It's telling you what to do, and you know what I'm saying. So you good. You all good, man. So uh, we really, uh, we really appreciate everything that went on with that, guys. Uh, we had a wonderful show. Somebody music playing. Yeah, I don't know what. That oh. Is. Um, 
But uh, we uh, had a wonderful show. We greatly appreciate you coming through, Bluetooth Ricky, disconnected. man, uh, and coming and hanging out with us uh, once again. Uh, once again, uh, Rajim, wonderful connected. being with you on here. And once again, right, I'm Lofton as your, disconnected. As your, uh, your host on this. Uh, check us out on all the social media platforms. Check us out on YouTube. Of course, join us on Facebook. Come and uh, request being a friend with us. Uh, make sure that you follow. Get the book. My man Prestige uh, down there. Get your mind. Right. That's what we're don't going through. Get your That's mind. Right. Mind, mind yeah, alignment. Mind, mind alignment 2.0 no there. You can find them on Amazon and all other places that you want to find your books um, that, and get streaming and all the other good stuff. We love you guys. It's been great. Another day. Another dollar. And we've completed it again. We're yeah, about to be we up always, out of here. Like, like we, we always do. do. You know what I mean? And we up out of here. Have a great one. Have a great holiday. Have a great week. And we'll see you next go round. Peace.